Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to peace. Lead us to peace. Hello and welcome to Donuts and Devos, a devotional podcast just for kids, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're a first-time listener on Donuts and Devos, here's what you can expect. You see, each week, we look closely at a selected reading from the Bible. And my friends, join me and Pastor Glaze as we discover what God's Word means for us and for our lives. We are currently going through the Bible, and we are in the book, and just starting out, really, in the book of Judges. Now, this is a time in the Israelites' life after they have conquered all the people of the Promised Land. And even though they were supposed to have driven out all those people according to God's will, they didn't quite do that task. So we're going to see what happens to the Israelites since they weren't completely 100% obedient to God. I'm guessing, as we've learned throughout their history, it's nothing too good. Let's start off our devotion with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in Our selected Bible reading today is from the book of Judges, Judges chapter 2, verses 1 through 15. Now the angel of the Lord went up from Gilgal to Bochum, and he said, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you into the land that I swore to give to your fathers. I said, I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall break down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. What is this you have done? So now I say, I will not drive them out before you, but they shall become thorns in your sides, and their gods shall be a snare to you. As soon as the angel of the Lord spoke these words to all the people of Israel, the people lifted up their voices and wept, and they called the name of that place Bochum, and they sacrificed there to the Lord. When Joshua dismissed the people, the people of Israel went each to his inheritance to take possession of the land. And the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua, and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great work that the Lord had done for Israel. 
And Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110 years. And they buried him within the boundaries of his inheritance in timnath Harris, in the hill country of Ephraim, north of the mountain of Gosh. And all that generation also were gathered to their fathers. And there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. And the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. And they abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went after other gods from among the gods of the peoples who were around them and bowed down to them. And they provoked the Lord to anger. They abandoned the Lord and served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he gave them over to plunderers who plundered them. And he sold them into the hand of their surrounding enemies, so that they could no longer withstand their enemies. Whenever they marched out, the hand of the Lord was against them for harm, as the Lord had warned, and as the Lord had sworn to them. And they were in terrible distress. The Israelites sure have gotten themselves into a lot of trouble, haven't they? Why are they in trouble? What have they done? More like what they didn't do. Don't you remember what they didn't do in the Promised Land? Oh, right. They didn't drive out all the Canaanites from the land. And that right there is the major cause of their ongoing problems. The other unbelieving nations around them. Why didn't they drive them out? Well, they thought they knew better than God. They were unfaithful and disobedient. Remember, Joshua warned them about this. He told the people flat out, If you turn from the Lord and follow false gods, the Lord will no longer drive out the nations from before you, and it will be very bad for you. And he did tell them, Remember, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the false gods or the Lord your God. But they didn't serve the Lord? Well, because they didn't drive out all the people, now the Israelites have created this huge problem that will always be there. The angel of the Lord reminds them that the Lord will never break his covenant with his people. His word is his bond. But when his people don't obey his voice, what else can he do but try to teach them to turn back to him and follow his ways? So now these Canaanites will become thorns in the Israelites' sides. That doesn't sound good. It's it's really not. The Lord could have driven out the rest of the people, but because the Israelites didn't listen to him, he now will allow the Canaanites to stay. And as we will see as we move through the next few books of the Bible, these people caused so much trouble for the Israelites. It really sets the stage for a lot of turmoil, war, and death for them. Uh Uh-oh! Yeah, but for now, they are sorry, and for the rest of Joshua's life, that Israelites serve the Lord and are faithful. Joshua lived until he was 110 years old, and then he died, which left the people without a leader. So what did they do? For a while, the people remained faithful to God as they remembered Joshua and reminded each other of God's greatness and kindness in all that he had done, from leading them out of Egypt to bringing them to the promised land. But eventually, the children of the Israelites grew up and they didn't know or remember Joshua. And all the people now did whatever they wanted. 
Each to his own, as the saying goes. Uh-oh. <laughs> yep. The influence of the Canaanites, the people they were supposed to have driven out, took over, and the Israelites abandoned God. They turned to other false gods, worshiping them instead. And God's anger was ignited against his people. He allowed the Israelites to be overpowered by the other people living in the land. What did the Israelites do? They were obviously very distressed because now the Lord was against them and not with them. Were they sorry for disobeying God and turning against them? When the people were in trouble, they did cry out to God for help, and he did hear them. But the fact was, the people needed a leader. And so God raised up specific individuals that were meant to bring the people back to the Lord and guide them. These people were called judges, and we're going to learn more about what they did next week. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, The Israelites turned away from you. The Israelites turned away from you. And followed after false gods. And followed after false gods. And their own sinful desires. And their own sinful desires. Help us to be faithful to you. Help us to be faithful to you. And turn away from sin. And turn away from sin. Not you. Not you. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's crazy to think that after everything the Lord had done for Israel, they once again turned to worshiping false gods and idols and basically doing whatever they wanted. That's the evil nature and habit that sin has in our lives. Definitely something that I think we can all see in our own lives. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a little bit. The habit of our sins. First of all, let's define what a habit is. A habit is an automatic response, something you do without really even thinking about it. We often train ourselves to act in certain ways, in certain situations, so much that we respond or behave in ways without even thinking about it. Our lives are filled with habits, both good and bad. Hmm, can you think of some hab- hmm, can you think of some good habits that we have? Brushing your teeth? Well, let's hope that you all brush your teeth, although I think I do have to remind you every now and then. Making your bed? Making your bed would be a good one because we want our rooms to look nice and clean. Going to church? That's definitely a habit. Actually, that's something we're going to talk about in just a minute. Yeah, that's a good spiritual habit. Cleaning after yourself? Yeah, definitely. Learning to clean up after yourself. And the more you do it, the more of a habit it will become. Now, what are some bad or sinful habits that might be in our daily lives? Not listening to your parents. Uh-huh. Okay, that's a really good one. Yeah, not listening to our parents when when they tell you to do something. Watching a movie without permission. Oh, and watching not-so-good movies that maybe mom and dad don't want you to watch. Lying. Lying is definitely one of those sinful habits that many people do all the time. Dealing something that your parents says no behind their backs. 
Stealing, yeah, stealing in general. And you know what? Some people do actually make stealing a habit and then it kind of becomes an addiction, meaning it's just an action they they cannot control. So that definitely is one of those bad habits. Oh, you do have another one too? Not going to bed when your parents says so. Ooh, not going to bed on time. Yeah, that happens quite a bit in this household, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, I really shouldn't be laughing about that. But that is not a good habit. We want to learn to develop good habits, especially spiritual habits. 2 Peter 2 verse 19 says, They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption. For you are a slave to whatever controls you. Wow, doesn't that sound exactly like what happened to the Israelites? The world promises freedom and fun, but really many of those things will only make you slaves to sin. Romans 12 verse 2 tells us to not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but to be transformed by the renewal of our minds so we can discern what the will of God is and know what is good and acceptable. Wow, what great motivation to create spiritual habits in our lives. How can we do that? Great question. Well, what helps us know right from wrong? God's word. So reading our Bibles every day is a great habit to have. How else can we hear God's word? Going to church and singing hymns in it? Yes, making it a habit to go to church every Sunday. Making church an important priority in our lives. That means more important than sleeping in or choosing to go and do something else instead of worshiping our Lord. Can you think of other good habits that we could start? Be nice and kind to those around us. For sure. Thinking of others is a habit that probably doesn't come very easily. But the more you practice these good habits, the easier and more natural they will become a part of you. We can also pray to God, another good habit, and ask Him to help us avoid those bad habits that would lead us into sin and help us create the good habits that will keep us in His Word and help us grow in our faith. Our memory verse today really focuses on the fact that the Israelites just turned away from God. And this is truly a pinnacle of events that is put into motion for all the years to come. The Israelites, they've created this life cycle of events that we'll talk more about next week. And it all starts with the people abandoning God and serving their own sinful desires instead. Judges 2.12 And they abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt.
Thank you again, Van Strudel family, for a wonderful memory verse that will hopefully stay with us through the rest of this week. And again, remind us not to abandon the Lord God, our Father, but instead draw closer to Him in faith. And that wraps up our devotion for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to hopefully having you come along in our journey as we move through the book of Judges next Wednesday. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Lead us to